Do you ever feel like the world is just a giant high school? Like the same social dynamics that lead to wars and peace are the same traits that you'll find in just your average high school experience. I think today is going to be kind of a random, just random thoughts. I don't really have a unifying theory or a unifying idea that I'm trying to get across, so I'm just going to present little puzzle pieces of things that I've been thinking about. Well, Blonde, the album by Frank Ocean, I think it was released in 2016, and it feels very relevant now. If you haven't listened to that album in a while, I'd encourage you to do so. There's a lot of little lines in there that really uh, feel relevant to this moment in human history. But another thought I've had independently of that one has been that like this moment in human history has been seen so many times. It's happening in this context, I guess, and it's it may be kind of the first time we've seen it in this context, but human history, like, We've seen race struggle and class struggle and people in power abusing power from both sides of any spectrum. Hmm. Power. Power. You know, power. I decided that I don't want power. I would rather be free. I guess you, it requires a certain level of power to be free. A power over yourself, a power over your own actions. I don't really want this to be a heavy one, though. I don't. I think maybe I can just give, like, an update, kind of what's going on in my world. I've currently got a lot of life projects, as opposed to creative projects. I got a lot of creative projects in the works as well, but there's a lot of things that demand my attention on the home front. In a couple months here, I'll be moving, and uh, we're thinking about just getting an RV, kind of living it like that for a while, but there's a lot that goes into that. I really don't want to go into debt or anything like that. I also don't want to get something that's gonna just blow up within the first couple of months of us using it, so there's a lot that goes into that. Hmm. Run the city round the clock. Everybody needs you. No, you can't make everybody equal. Although you got Buku family, you ain't even got nobody being honest with you. Hmm. I'm here now. I'm born. I exist. Someone told me a couple weeks ago, people are corrupt. Everything is corrupt. Will Jurgens is corrupt. And I thought to myself, oh. And I thought to myself, eh, definitely not perfect. That's for sure. Do you think there's like a net gain or net loss that your actions have on culture, have on society? I mean, it's so hard to make generalizations, right? But, hmm, I don't know. <sighs> this ain't it. Okay, I stepped away for a second. I just felt like I kind of didn't have a strong intent behind why I was talking, and I didn't want to proceed in that way. So I stepped away, 
I don't have to rush in this space. I don't have to do this just to get it done, nor should I ever do it just to get it done. I had two podcasts in a row last week and the week before where I sat down with this strong sense of like, this is what I have to say. So it was easy. But this week, it's it's Thursday. It's a little later in the week than I normally record these. And I think the main reason I sat down and did it was, well, I can actually trace my steps back. I woke up, had some coffee, had a bowl of cereal, and I was sitting there thinking, what do I want to do today? I have a whole list of tasks, whether they be life tasks or creative tasks. And there's just a spectrum. I, there's all different. If I feel like being creative, I can go ahead and work on a demo. If I feel like crunching numbers, I can go ahead and try to sell my car or something like that. Sometimes I'll have a strong sense of like, okay, I definitely don't feel like doing this. So how about I just do this? And that gets me into the groove of being productive. And then I'll circle back to the thing I didn't want to do as much. And I just end up, I end up using my whole day chipping away at stuff. And I like that. I actually like engaging my days like that. When I'm doing something, I want to be doing it with all of myself, or at least as much of myself as I'm capable of giving in that moment. This morning, I didn't have a strong sense, and that's how I ended up podcasting. My logic was basically, well, just do something, because if you feel fine about doing anything, just pick what you want to do and do it. Just start, don't sit still, don't get paralyzed, just pick something and do it. So I just started podcasting. But I think that lack of intention about why and how I sat down, my purpose for turning on the microphone, I think that's evident in the beginning of this podcast. There is a SZA interview on my mind right now. SZA, you know, made the Control album. She was interviewed by Kerwin Frost, and Kerwin Frost is kind of a, he's kind of in the fashion space, kind of just generally in the celebrity space. He does these really good interviews. I think he's really good at kind of cutting through people's uh, exterior and just getting them in a place where you you feel like, I don't know, celebrities, the whole point of celebrity is to kind of have this like glaze, this like godliness or something around it. Kerwin Frost does a good job at just kind of like cutting to the human. And I, I saw this SZA interview and one of the things she was talking about was how she feels like there are certain people who don't age. Like they are so free in their reality. They're so insulated within their spot in time. They don't perceive time at all. She cited like Prince as an example and a few other people that I can't remember right now. I think she cited Venus as a boy. The legendary... Okay, I gotta Google it. I hate this because I just... My brain does this to me far too often. It's frustrating. Bjork. Bjork was another person that she cited as not aging because she's insulated herself in a time bubble, essentially. Like, as a human being, you can perceive time completely differently than how it's put towards you. It's like, am I 50 or is this just the same, like, moment in which I was 25? You know, 
Like we hear the statement age is just a number all the time, but it really is. Like what's more important than age is is the actual state of your being, the state of your body. That, I mean, that really struck me. That really stuck with me. My partner's watching Hannibal, the TV show on Netflix, which is about Hannibal Lecter. And like one of the major plot points in that, spoilers if you're watching it, is uh, that the detective who's trying to catch him ends up like going kind of crazy because his whole life is defined by pre-Hannibal and post-Hannibal because it's just, Hannibal's just so intense of a presence in the person's life before and after. What else is defined by before and after? Before Christ, after Christ. That's how we define history. That's kind of crazy. That says a lot about our reality, for sure. Um, before you're married, after you're married. I think there are these, like, befores and afters. Maybe that's a better way to define time from an individualist perspective. Is that possible? You are either before or after something. Maybe that's not even worth thinking about in the first place, you know? Maybe it's it's more just a function of if you're now all the time, from now till you die, then... You won't feel the psychological weight and burden of what it means to age. It'll be something that's happening, but not happening in a way that's defined to you. Like, oh, you're at this age, you must be feeling this. You're at this age, you must be feeling this. Like, that stuff has power. Words have power. Intent has power. And <laughs> the cultural status, you know, has power. How people, what you are supposed to do. It doesn't have absolute power, because you never have to do it, but whenever something's being presented over and over, we all have those types of conversations. For me, whenever I dropped out of college, it was like, oh, you're dropping out of college? Like, the raised eyebrows, the... <laughs> people wanted me to be afraid. People wanted... People were afraid of doing such a thing themselves, because people told them they needed to be afraid, and it was projected out towards me. It had, it had nothing to do with who I am. It had nothing to do with my lifespan. It had everything to do with a cultural... And I, I... It had everything to do with a cultural status. And I had to entertain it. Not entertain it, but at least process it, right? Like, if you're in a casual conversation with someone and they ask you, you know, what's going on in your world, you can continue the conversation and be like, oh, yeah, well... I dropped out of college. You could just not even bring it up, you know? You could not, you could just discontinue the conversation in general. But if someone's going to say, inject fear back into you, what are your options there? You know, you can, you still, you have to react to it or not react and just the conversation ends there and you walk away. I guess it's all just a matter of what's taking your energy. The worrying about aging could be one of the very factors that ages you. All of the worry and fear that gets put into you by, like, media. I feel like, uh, this isn't a hot take or anything, but more so now than ever. I feel like every time I go in any form of media, be it social or public or government, it's just my psyche, my state of opinion is being presented with drastically different data. And I have the data from my own reality to, to base my opinions on. And that's, that's what I've been trying to do is sift through public opinion, but base things kind of more so on the things that I've, I've experienced and the people in my immediate reality have experienced. I'm not surprised at all that this is happening. I don't, I don't want to go 
down too deep into the rabbit hole. I think there's a level to which I shouldn't speak too much. As a human, I feel like I have a right to say that oppressive language isn't good. You know, that was kind of the theme of my podcast last week. And I mean, I can state with confidence that I believe there's a current of racism in America for sure that's been unchecked for a while. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know that I have much else. It's not like this, I can't really preach. I can't really preach on it because at this point it's about like my actual day-to-day interactions, you know, it's about actually facilitating the best environment I can with my actions and who I am. I've got nothing else in this moment to comment on that. And that being said, I don't really think I have anything else in general today. This was a little bit more of a meandering episode, talking about a lot of different stuff. This past week has been a bit of a meandering week. I got a lot going on. I got, like I said, I got a lot of life stuff that I'm handling, trying to keep a few projects moving along as well. I kind of have my head down. Not too much of an intellectual week for me, but I have a feeling I've got a lot of intellectualizing coming up. It's sitting there in my psyche. I've been consuming a few pieces of, of media, a few pieces of art that are provoking some interesting thoughts. So maybe that's what next week will be about. Is that, is, that a, is that a cliffhanger? Is that a cliffhanger in this podcast? It might be, but that's all I got for now. Thank you.